Leverkusen player scores four in one match. Stay tuned for a special interview with a former Rowdies player, an exciting Der Klassiker, and so much more. Right here on the World Soccer Report. It is time for the Rowdies Rundown and World Soccer Report with Buster Delay as we go over all of what's happening in the world of soccer. And here is your host, Buster Delay. And welcome to the World Soccer Report, the first episode of the USL season this is, as Master Yoda would say. Don't worry, even though there are no more Tampa Bay Rowdies games to be played, I have reserved plenty of exclusive content for you to enjoy. Although it is over, I'm still going to touch on a part of the USL Championship. After a hard-fought season, awards were to be handed out to some of the league's best. Here they are. Goalkeeper of the Year, Evan Loro. Starting off with a bang is the Rowdy's own King Loro. The selection was a juicy one between arguably the three statistically best goalkeepers in the league in Evan Loro, Jeff Caldwell, and Matt Van Okel. For me, it was between Caldwell and Loro. Loro's defensive record surpasses all keepers in the league, yet Caldwell has hardly laid a foot wrong all season. On top of this, Caldwell made an impressive five penalty saves, which is quite an incredible feat. However, Loro's stats may make his performance this season the best the league has ever seen. With an impressive 15 clean sheets, a total of 64 saves, you can't say he didn't deserve it. Defender of the Year, Forrest Lasso. Yet another Rowdies player and another member of the famous Rowdies backline, Forrest Lasso's victory in this field was almost inevitable. 154 clearances, 132 aerial duels won, 26 block shots, what more can you really ask from your defender? Lasso beat out Lou City's Jonathan Gomez and Miami's Paco Craig. This is Lasso's third time winning this award, and he's won it in two consecutive seasons. Young Player of the Year, Jonathan Gomez. The Louisville City fullback, who, along with Orange County's Kobe Henry, recently got a call-up to the U.S. Men's National Team senior squad, has been nothing short of stellar this season. His statistics include 75.9% tackle success rate, 39 interceptions, and a massive 117 recoveries from his versatile fullback position. Beating out Diego Luna and Jose Gallegos in this vote, the 18-year-old will join La Liga side Real Sociedad in January. Coach of the Year, Neil Collins. Super Neil! Neil Collins may be the best coach the Tampa Bay Rowdies have ever had. He led the Rowdies to records, silverware, 891 minutes without a goal conceded, 71 points, the regular season league title, and 23 wins, 13 of those being home wins. Fun fact, Neil Collins used to partner England and Manchester United captain Harry Maguire in Sheffield United's defense. This may be where he got his defensive expertise to set up the stellar back line. I know I did diss Harry Maguire a few episodes back, but I didn't really mean it, and boy were they a great partnership in, at Sheffield United. Go Super Neil! And the league season MVP was Haji Barry. The award was contested by Sebastian Guenzotti, Santiago Moar, and Haji Berry. For me, it was between Seba Guenzotti and Haji Berry. Seba led the Rowdies with 21 regular season goals and 6 regular season assists, leading the Tampa Bay Rowdies as he captains them in both categories. He also notched one playoff goal. He even recorded 24 interceptions to begin the stellar Rowdies' attacks. 
Haji Berry tied the regular season goal record with 25 and averaged a goal every 111.3 minutes. He created 49 chances and also recorded 5 assists. Gomez, Lasso, Loro, Craig, Moar, Gwenzadi, and Barry were all nominees who made the USL All-League first team, while Van Okel, Gallegos, and Luna made the second team. Aaron Guillen for the Tampa Bay Rowdies also made the second team, rounding off another fantastic USL championship season. Now, it's time to welcome a very, very special guest to the show. For those of you who follow me on Instagram, you already know who it is. And for those who don't, it is my pleasure to welcome former Rowdies player Pop Diakite to the show. Here with Pop Diakite, uh, former Rowdies defender, number 44. So Pop, how is it like playing for the Rowdies a few seasons back and being in a strong defensive line when you were playing for us? How is it like playing for the Rowdies? Yeah, I'm back and it was good. It was good to play here. It was exciting. I had fun. We had a great team. And it's happy to be back and see the boys, you know, see the crowd again and, you know, missing it a little bit, but, you know, it's still okay. I, I, I enjoyed every moment I've been here and I hope that will, that will go for long. And what was your favorite moment from when you played for the Bay? Hmm, the favorite moment? I mean, that was, I don't know, there is, was one time like we were just winning, I don't know. 12 or 13 game like without like unbeaten I think 15 something like that yeah that was one of my favorite moments and what are your plans for the future from here on out because I know you left the Rowdies was it 2019 I believe it was end of 2019 end of 2019 and I remember you playing for us you were incredible in the back what are your plans continuing yeah continuously I just I just go with with like what comes you know what I mean sometimes you just need to make your own choices, you know, but we never know. We never know in the future, you know. Uh, Rowdies is, is my second home, you know. Maybe one day I can come back, maybe not. You know, who knows, it's a sport, you know. But like, as long as I'm good with I'm good with them, good with the other people too, everything can happen. Oh, it would be great seeing you back. Big shout out to the man himself for joining the show. Welcome in to my roundup of the Der Klassiker, or arguably one of the largest rivalries in Germany. It is a match played between Borussia Dortmund and Bayern Munich and is always hard fought, close, and exciting due to the two teams consistently playing well. This season's Der Klassiker also happens to be my worldwide game of the week. It started well for Dortmund, as only five minutes in, Julian Brandt opened the scoring after sending Alfonso Davies to the balloon vendors. Their lead didn't last that long, as only four minutes later, who else but the former Dortmund player, and arguably the best player in the world right now, Robert Lewandowski, made it all even. In the 44th minute, French winger Kingsley Coman smashed Bayern into a 2-1 lead. The black and yellow of Dortmund yet again bounced back with their main man Erling Braut Haaland, scoring just three minutes after halftime. His goal was a beauty as he curled it around, seemingly the entire Bayern defense. 2-2. To win the game, in the 77th minute, Robert Lewandowski buried a controversially awarded penalty and collected his brace against his former employers. Also in the Bundesliga, Patrick Schick scored four goals in Bayer Leverkusen's dominating 7-1 win against Firth. Freiburg walked Gladbach 6-0, Armenia Bielefeld and Köln drew 1-1, Mainz brought the heat to Wolfsburg at home, winning 3-0, 
Union Berlin defeated Leipzig 2-1. Bochum beat struggling Augsburg with three first-half goals, winning 3-2 in the end. And Samasaku won it for Hoffenheim as his team beat Eintracht Frankfurt 3-2 as well. In Italy... AC Milan, Inter Milan, Napoli, and Atalanta are all dominating the league charts, with Juventus sitting 7 points behind 4th place Atalanta. In the Premier League, Fred finally silenced the haters for Manchester United, yay, winning the game 1-0 against Crystal Palace. Liverpool won it against the Wolves in stoppage time, 94th minute, with Divock Origi. Neil Mopai scored a 98th minute last gasp equalizer against Southampton. And to wrap up the most exciting games in England's top flight this week, Patrick Bamford equalized also in second half stoppage time or the 95th minute, tying the game 2-2 against Brentford. PSG seem to be walking the league on in France, and knowing the players they have, it would take a miracle for Rennes or Marseille, second and third respectively, to beat them in the league. I know PSG's squad is almost unfair, but hey, you gotta respect the hustle. In Spain, Vinicius Jr. has been on fire, along with Karim Benzema. The pair of Real Madrid forwards have racked up 22 goals between them, including the one Vinny Jr. scored against Real Sociedad to win the game 2-0. Real Madrid have an 8-point lead over 2nd place Sevilla, and a 9-point lead over 3rd place Real Betis. In the MLS, the final has been decided. In the Western Conference Finals, Portland defeated Real Salt Lake by two goals to zero, with Felipe Mora and Santiago Moreno scoring those two goals, and standout defender Aaron Herrera receiving a red card for Salt Lake. In the Eastern Conference Final, New York City fought back from 1-0 down to win 2-0 and advanced to the final. Philly's go-ahead goal in the 63rd minute was in fact an own goal from Alexander Callens. Just two minutes later, Maxi Morales equalized, and in the 88th minute, two minutes from the end of regulation, 19-year-old Brazilian forward Talis Magno won it for New York City FC. Great final in the East. The final will be played in Portland, Oregon, as the Portland Timbers host New York City FC. I think this silverware really could go either way, but my gut goes out to New York City FC. Although they are the visiting side, I think they can pull something off with their superb attack and very solid defense. Not to mention their midfield has a perfect mix of attacking and defending depth. This one should be a really great game. Be sure to follow my Instagram account, at World Soccer Report. That's at symbol, World Soccer Report, all one word. Those who followed me got exclusive insight to my upcoming content, as you know I love to find some of the league's best players and bring their voice to you. I'd like to take this moment to yet again thank the players who joined me. I adore meeting them, and I know you love hearing from them. If you are listening on the radio, be sure to check out my Spotify show archives by searching THE World Soccer Report, not all one word. Thank you for listening, and as always, thank you to RadioStPete.com for being my home base here on the show. This has been the World Soccer Report, and I'll see you at the game.